Hi, and welcome to episode 16 of the Yakking Podcast, brought to you by Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada. And we bring you tips and ideas and things to make you a little bit lighter in this changing world of ours. Uh, We talk about stuff from business, life, and whatever. Uh, We don't have a guest today. Normally, we have an interesting guest for you. We've had a bit of a bad luck with technology and guests this week, uh, which we'll go into in a moment. But first of all, most important thing is I need to introduce our very talented and beautiful and inspiring co-host Kathleen down there in Kitchener, Ontario. Hi, Kathleen. Good to see you. Hello, Peter. Great to be here. And welcome, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. I'll just tell you very briefly, without going into too much detail, our our tale of woe about guests and technology. Well, the the guests were not the problem. Technology was the problem. We had an interesting guest lined up for Tuesday, and he will come back next week or the week after. And he phoned me or emailed me at the last minute and said, I'm sorry, but my camera has given up on my computer, so you can't see me. And of course, as things are, he can't go to his nearest supply store and just pick up a camera. He will have to order it online. And of course, the online suppliers are inundated with people working from home. And despite their promises of same-day delivery, it's taking a week or two or more. So that was out. So then we interviewed another guest, and uh, I don't know how I did it, but I managed to lose his file before I could upload it to edit it and upload it to YouTube. So that's why we've only had one guest this week, and his video will be published probably tomorrow. So we're just bringing you up to date, and that's enough from me. I'm going to hand over to Kathleen because she's got something to say. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... In these situations, we were wondering, well, what should we talk about? And what would you find interesting? And, and we always like to hear from you, by the way, um, and, and ideas that you might have. But one of the things that is very real for people right now, and this whole isolation uh, topic is, is really front and foremost in most people's minds and how it's making us feel. And, and for me, anyways, there are days where you can kind of feel pretty down about things. And and I was telling Peter, you know, when I'm feeling a little bit blue, there's always my go-to places that make me feel better. And I I just try to focus on those places that make me the happiest. And for me, I would say it's, it's anywhere in Ireland. Ireland is a country that uh, my, it's captured my heart and I absolutely love Ireland and its people. And so whenever I am feeling blue, that is where I go. And it could be one of the magnificent beaches of Ireland, or it could just be on the edge of a cliff looking at the ocean. Uh, That's where, that's really where I escape to in my mind. Do you have any place like that, Peter? Oh, Kathleen, but first of all, I've got to take you to task about Ireland. I mean, I've seen pictures of Ireland. It looks beautiful. I think you've got to be a secret masochist for saying you love going to Ireland. I mean, the last time you went, you kept sending me photographs and you said, well, today was a good day. The sun shone for 30 minutes and it only rained for four hours. And we walked for four of those hours and um, we had good rain suits, but we still got soaking wet. And then a couple of days later, you'd send me a photograph of this wonderful castle uh, and I could see about a third of it poking out of the clouds. So, so you know, how can Ireland be a warm and enchanting place with that weather? It truly is, though, Peter, and you're absolutely right. In fact, the last couple of times we've been there, it's 
poured rained almost every day but it's it's ireland so in it could stop raining and you've got five minutes of sunshine and then it starts raining again and you have sunshine and, and it rains again and some days it just rains 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 but you have to go knowing that and and despite that just the beauty and the magnificence of this land is just so it's so rustic and untouched and wherever you go you can see ruins of ancient things you know in the fields in the open fields and there's uh, it's just such an enchanted land in the, tr- the truest sense of the word word and um you know, there's sheep everywhere. You have to be careful when you're driving. And the and the roads, oh my goodness, the roads are like a single car width, <laughs> which is really a, a challenge in and of itself in navigating them. But, oh, it's so much fun. And you see, I'm smiling just talking about it. Just I know. I, I know how much you enjoy it. And I, I, I was just giving you a hard time there because it just seemed that every time you've sent me a photograph and a message from Ireland, it's been raining. So uh, that, but I'm sure it's beautiful. I, I, I know. And being a horse person all my life, I know that some of the best um, steeplechase horses come out of Ireland. And the theory is that they have the best bone of any racehorses and the strongest bones in their legs, because most of the grass is benefiting uh, from the chalk that underlies a lot of the soil in Ireland. So the calcium gets into the grass, which gets into the horse and makes their bones better. So, and, and other people who've been to Ireland tell me how nice it is. I've been to England. I was born in England, been back many times as an adult, been to Scotland a couple of times. And from what you say, Scotland is similar, although further north, so the days are shorter. But same thing, ruined buildings everywhere, very green, um, very wet. Most days it rains and very cloudy and, and tiny most, little lanes. And what most people don't know, Peter, is that there are palm trees in Ireland. Yes, yes, on the Atlantic coast, right? Not on the Irish Sea. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. I saw a documentary of that um, big house there with the palm trees, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, where do you go to in your happy place? Uh, b- 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 several places. Um, and the location is not as important as what I'm on. And I, if I really need to feel inspired, I do... It used to be always on the back of one of my horses and I would just think back to our farm in Africa and how soon I used to ride around our farm every evening after we finished farm work. And we would see these kudu, these magnificent antelope with the big spiral horns or or warthog, which are like a pig, uh, smaller uh, antelope, uh, snakes, some huge pythons and hawks and eagles. And it was no other humans in sight, you know, and no other buildings in sight, just the fence and iron cattle so that's always good to think back but that has because of the circumstances that also tends to be a little uh, melancholic mm-hmm. so but it, generally if I need a quick pickup emotionally I just imagine being on the back of a horse and we used to play a game called polo cross which is lacrosse on horseback and it's really fast and it's a huge and polo I played polo it's a huge adrenaline rush to be on back of a horse doing about 70 k's an hour standing up in the stirrups you know one hand on the reins and leaning over to either pick a ball up or or whack a ball and oh man it's 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 better than doing 200 k's an hour on a motorbike I'm telling you for that adrenaline rush so there's a few places that or a few things that I use to transport me out of doom and gloom oh You've just captivated me. I'm trying to imagine it. Um, I, I've only been on a horseback 
horseback riding maybe a couple of times in my life. So I, I, you know, I love horses, but I, I, I just, I've never been, so I don't know them enough to. Right. Right. But, uh, oh, let's see, where else do I go? Honestly, if, uh, even listening to music, Mm-hmm. music very uh you know soft spa music where i just need to just just tune out everything and and um and and just relax i think that's where i go to as well uh anywhere else that you go well no, something i'll throw in that that helps me is that you know anyone who's read my book and i'll give my book a plug five steps for thriving on adversity and you can get it on my website peterwrightsblog.com and you'll see it under the picture here the caption um i've had some interesting parts in my life and some some that have been a little dangerous uh so the threat of a disease which when you look at all the facts is not a lot worse than or if any than the flu for as far as the number of people it's killing uh and and, and i'm really have sympathy for those who are affected but to me personally, that that doesn't figure like a big risk in my life. So I'm more irritated by the shutdown than I am by fear of the virus. You know, when you've had people jumping up and down outside your fence, threatening to shoot you and kill you for days on end, um, it tends to put minor things like getting sick into perspective. So I also never forget that part. And and I I think I'm fortunate from having those having had those experiences in that the current situation just doesn't get me down. I've lived through sanctions for big parts of my life where you couldn't get toilet paper or you couldn't get uh, more than one brand of anything and you couldn't get gas for your car for weeks on end. And uh, for years in Rhodesian days, we were rationed with our gas. We had to get little coupons. If you didn't have a coupon, you couldn't buy gas. So, well, didn't you, um, tell, me, didn't you tell me, Peter, that your son, who is currently back in Zimbabwe, didn't he he message you one day that there was a huge lineup for was it for gas and how long was that lineup oh they line up for days for getting gas but but since the shutdown there there was a he sent me a picture of a place in south africa where the queue for food to either side of the road people lined up six feet apart for two and a half miles trying to get into a small little store to buy food and the people at the end of the queue there would have been nothing left by the time they got there, you know. So, so yeah, <clears throat> so it's not too bad. I don't find it personally very difficult to live under the current circumstances at all. No, not a problem. And I wonder how many of our listeners and viewers reach out to their friends and family. I mean, even through video chat, right? This this helps. I mean, this is something oh, for sure. you and I do on a daily <clears throat> basis. So I know as part of my routine is uh, first thing in the morning, We this is... is you know, I get to see you. Yeah. And, uh, the I, highlights of my day. <laughs> well, you know, we get to connect visually this way. I mean, it's the next best thing, you know, than going to a cafe and meeting face to face. But sure. there you have it. But at least we're still connecting and we're still Absolutely. talking to people. And, uh, you know, I already today have had this is my third meeting um, visual through vi- video chat. So, I think that's yep. the one thing that people have to remember there, even though they may be isolated physically, that there is some other ways of, of just keeping in touch, keeping in touch. And it's so important. It's so important for your mental health to be able to do that. You know, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a lot of studies that, 
talk about this kind of thing that people we, we're humans we need the human connection and absolutely we need hugs and we need to be held and we need to be touched um so it's uh doing this is is not great but at least we're still talking to people and we're still telling people how we feel and 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 uh i think that's all important don't you yeah, absolutely. Very, very important. Well, <clears throat> it's a shorter one today because we didn't have any other guests, but uh, we hope that that's um, told you a little bit more about ourselves and the places we go to, to when we need a little bit of cheering up. So until next time, that's it from the Yakking Podcast. Thanks, Kathleen. Thanks to all our listeners. Until next time. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>